Welcome to the Orlando Lady Boss Podcast, a show about women who impact, inspire, and grow the Orlando community. I'm your host, Diana Griffith, and the Chief Ideas Maker at Orlando Lady Boss. I'm here to introduce you to the women who are entrepreneurs, activists, artists, change makers, and leaders in the Orlando community. I hope this encourages you to impact, inspire, and grow your own community in Orlando and beyond. Now, let's get into the show. Hey everyone, welcome to the episode today. We are in the second week of September and it feels like we are in a mad dash to the end of the year. I'm already asking people to put stuff on my calendar for November and December and I don't know if you're feeling the same way yet, but I know it's going to get crazy soon. Um, Which before we get to my who our guest is today, I do want to let you know that a special announcement that Orlando Lady Boss is going to start doing in-person networking and connection groups. And the first one is going to be on September 24th, which is coming up here. If you're listening to the episode, the day it comes out in about a week and a half, that's a Tuesday, September 24th from 6 to 8 p.m., at 415 South Summerlin Drive, which is South Street and Company's uh, building. We are going to do an Orlando Lady Boss meetup and networking group. And I am so excited because the first one, we're going to talk all about goal setting and how you can end 2019 strong. So if you haven't been thinking, if you've been thinking about your goals or haven't been thinking about your goals over the last oh, nine months, we can all sit down together and talk and think about how we can stay focused on getting things that we need to get done in our business, even when we feel like we're getting pulled by all of these other things for the rest of the year. Because you know the second October hits, it's going to be holiday season with Halloween, then Thanksgiving and Christmas, and there is going to be so much to do. So come out and join me at the workshop on September 24th uh, from 6 to 8 p.m. And you can get tickets on Eventbrite, which I will put links to the event in the show note or show notes, or you can find me, the event, through my Facebook page if you go to Orlando Lady Boss, at Orlando Lady Boss, or Facebook.com, Orlando Lady Boss. And you can find information to the event there. So I hope that you all will come and join me. And I'm so excited to start bringing more in-person connections uh, to Orlando because it's something that's very close to my heart. And I love meeting people in in person. So please, please come out and join me. And the tickets are $10. And you're going to walk away with a worksheet that's going to help you, you know, finish the year strong. So I'm really, really excited to to have y'all out to that event in just another week and a half. Now, on to today's guest, Um, and then we're going to go into a question for the week. But today's guest is Michelle Beatty, and we are going to talk all about 
careers. And this is, I think that this episode is really, really great, whether you um, are an entrepreneur and you work for yourself, or you want to climb that corporate ladder and you're working in a nine to five job, or you're somewhere in between. (laughs) Maybe you are not sure if you want to continue climbing the career ladder and you have a side hustle. Um, Michelle is just such a wealth of information. We really talk about a lot about her journey through one career tipper and two, the types of skills that you need to be concentrating on developing as you're growing your career. And so this is a fantastic conversation. Now, I do want to let you know that um, Michelle now is in Atlanta. I originally met her in Orlando, which we'll talk about in the episode. But this episode is is conducted through a phone interview. So the, the audio is a little, is not as great as it normally is. And I apologize for that. But I really think that the conversation is worth your time. So... I just wanted to throw it out there just so you know, um, and I hope that you enjoy the interview with her. But before we get to that, let's go to this week's question. And this, and if you have a question for me to answer on a future show, you can reach out to me through social media. Um, I'm at Orlando Lady Boss on Instagram on Facebook, on Twitter, or you can email me, diana at orlandoladyboss.com. So the question for today is from Natalie. And Natalie writes, I'm overwhelmed. I have a lot of ideas and things I want to do, but I feel like I'm having a hard time deciding what goals I want to go after. So I feel like I'm stuck in paralysis and not making any progress on my goals. Please help. Okay, Natalie, I think that this is a great question, obviously, because I'm talking about goals in a workshop coming up here very soon, but let's kind of break this down a little bit. It can be really, really hard when we have these like big lofty goals that we want to do. And I, you know, for me, sometimes when I'm thinking about like those five or 10 or kind of where I want to end up. Um, goals. I don't even like to think of them as goals. I like to think of them as ambitions or maybe dreams because a lot of times those feel too broad to be goals, right? Because to me, goals need to have actionable steps that go, go with them. So those big, large, lofty ideas that you have is great. Oh my God, it's so great. I think that we should all dream big. But then what we need to do is we need to start breaking down, either working backwards on the steps that you would need to take to make those goals a reality. But if you are stuck in that initial place of paralysis and you don't even know what to do and it just feels like there's too much, what I would say at first is start setting one achievable goal a day where you can start building momentum. So start small Um, you know, maybe it's posting to your social media, maybe it's researching a project that you've been wanting to do. Doing small things to help give you activation energy is so, so important. And then once you're able to start meeting some daily goals and you're feeling confident in yourself, start setting those weekly goals and then those monthly goals that you can start achieving. But I would just start with one goal at a time. And I honestly, I would never 
give yourself more than maybe two or three goals that you are working on at a time, period. And this isn't, to me, I don't think that this is just in your business, but maybe in the overall scope of like how you're going about things, there's only so much you can work on at a time. And so it's also important when you're goal setting to evaluate your goals, because goals aren't just there to say like, oh, I'm going to do them or I'm not going to do them. And if I don't do them, I'm just going to, oh, that sucks. I failed at that goal. Why did you fail at it? What didn't work? Maybe it's that not that you failed at it. Maybe it's that you lost interest halfway through and it wasn't the right fit for you in the, anymore. Admitting that to yourself and going, okay, that's not a goal for me anymore is progress. It's great. It's totally okay to do. And Or maybe you set yourself too lofty of a goal. Maybe you set a goal for something that needs to really take you six months and you try to do it in a month. Well, how can you manage your time a little bit differently next time? Um, Why did, you know, why did you think you could do it that quickly? Is it because you didn't understand the steps as much? Start breaking down, you know, what exactly went wrong Um, and how you can do it differently next time. And then finally, celebrate those successes because you really need to see the progress you're making. Even when you don't achieve a goal, how much progress did you make towards that goal that helped get you towards some of those bigger picture, loftier things that you wanted? Or did you find something out about yourself that made you go, yes, I really want to go in this direction now and I really don't want to go in this, in this other direction now? Those are the things that you need to start thinking about when you're doing goal setting because goal setting is a skill and evaluating your goals is a skill. And we all have these big dreams and ideas that we want to do, but then we need to start breaking them down into first achievable goals. And then you can start setting stretch goals for yourself. That might be a little bit more difficult for you to do, but could still be achievable in the time period that you're setting for yourself because that is important too. So I hope that this gave you some good advice to help you just get started. I mean, really start small with a five minute goal and you will start seeing momentum build on top of momentum. I promise. And if you have a question for me, again, like I said, please reach out to me on any of the social media channels um, at Orlando Lady Boss on Instagram, Facebook, or you can email me Diana at OrlandoLadyBoss.com. Now let's get on to my interview with Michelle. Welcome to the show, Michelle. Thank you, Diana. I'm excited to be here. <laughs> yes, I am excited too. So I just want to, Michelle and I met I don't know what, five years ago or yep. so in Orlando, you have been back and forth since then. You've been in Orlando and out of Orlando. And right now you're in Atlanta, correct? Yes, correct. Yes. So, um, but you have some Orlando roots and I've been enjoying following your journey over the last few years. Um, did we meet at Florida BlogCon? Is that where we met? I think we met at one of the networking events before Florida BlogCon, but what Uh I appreciate about about you, Diane, is that you've, one thing about Florida BlogCon and anyone listening, if you have not attended an event, Florida BlogCon was a game changer for me, but on so many levels, best is fantastic. And anyone that wants to get into any type of platform, be it blogging, vlogging, podcasting, 
social media, like Bess is a guru and just someone to just such a genuine and sincere woman um that's a professional that's mm-hmm. a trailblazer like she's amazing but we met at one of her networking events and what I appreciate about you is that I was it was just a blog then I just had to really I was just getting started with career tip I'm like can I interview you will you be an interview for me you're like yes and you did a whole thing for me about salary negotiating yes yes i forgot about that you did you did and i was just tickled because i had another supporter that said yes (laughs) so i am so happy to be a guest on your show today so it's like a full circle moment so i know i feel like um you know you've kind of been on like the same little journey over the last you know few years and it's been fun to like cheer you on i feel like from the distance a little bit so um I feel the love. So yes. So like, tell me a little bit, like tell the audience, what is career tipper and what's the journey you've been on for the last few years with this platform? Sure. So career tipper has been a five year journey and it had, it originally started as an app, an iPhone app of nothing but affirmations just to encourage professionals to pursue their career goals, whatever that could be. And then the blog launched, and then from a blog, the it I transitioned into a podcast. The first podcast was the Confidence Conversation, and then I published my first book, which was Confidently You: Twenty One Day Action Plan to Your Professional Best. And then I relaunched the Career Tipper podcast. Mm-hmm. And so it originally, I think my whole focus was. Career confidence, career confidence, because working in higher education, I worked in career services for in higher education. And one thing that I really saw a lot of is not necessarily that students or professionals were not qualified for their jobs that they wanted to transition to or get promoted into, but it was more so confidence was mm-hmm. a huge like hindrance that prevented them from pursuing their aspirations and their goals so yeah sometimes it wasn't sometimes it truly was not it came down to qualifications like I'm not going to say that was never a factor Mm -hmm. but more often I as I talked to over hundreds of professionals in different industries business architecture um, criminal justice project management nursing all of the all these different industries engineering Um, IT, it really came down to a common denominator of lack of confidence, be it something that someone told them when they were in, I don't know, high school, you're not good at math, but yet they're excelling in their calculus class. I'm like, you are good at math. math." Yeah. Well, Um, it's funny because the the whole conversation about um, career uh, salary negotiation is a confidence, you know, kind of conversation of being like, like just having the conversation in general like yeah it might not go your way but like at least putting it out there that you need this and why you deserve it and everything is is a confidence issue (laughs) it is a confidence issue Uh and I think when I think some people do a fantastic job of understanding their industry and understanding Mm -hmm. what the um the the plan is you know, that is so critical, but the confidence is the cherry on top because, yeah. you know, you want to be the informed negotiator, right? Of course. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. You need to know, like, where you are as far as the industry and the market value of what you're saying that you 
want for sure. You do. And what's going on with if you're looking for internal promotion, what what is the next step with your pay grade or your job mm-hmm. title? What is realistic for your you for your, the track that you're on, but then also what can you ask for? Understanding everything, but I totally agree with you. Confidence is the one that gets you to seat at the table oftentimes to even have the conversation. Yeah. You, you gotta know your your self-worth. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so you, but you were doing all this work around like confidence building and stuff, but it sounds like you have kind of shifted focuses over time. Like the, what you've been talking about on Career Tipper. As I, think grown. It has, I think it's grown with the audience. Like I listened to the audience. So mm-hmm. it, it grew with them at that time when I started, that's what I saw on an everyday basis. But then it came down to how do you, what's the steps you need to take if you're going through losing your job or you just feel like you don't want to be a, um, you want to lead by example. And then it evolved to where now I define myself as a professional development advocate. Yeah. Um, because I personally have seen myself evolve through my journey of creating career tipper and recreating career tipper and creating Mm -hmm. new products for career tipper so what i realized in essence what career tipper is a is a professional development resource where now i really just went through the podcast i interview different professionals in different industries and they share their knowledge their expertise their resources i help find i help professionals connect the dots to resources that they need so they can advance on their career path i might not have the definitive answer but i'm pretty sure oftentimes i have a connector that will help mm. you to find the definitive answer that you're seeking that's best for yourself that's awesome so you you're able to like leverage your community to help other people um with their career problems and like the issues yeah. that they're having. And I agree, like a lot of problems isn't so much about maybe you not having the skills. And so, and if it is like, that's a very, that's, that seems like the easiest thing to overcome, right? Like not having the skills like that. It's like, okay, well then you need to take this class or you need to go do this thing. It's the most practical thing. But like, there's all these things where, yeah, people are probably qualified for for the next step or to transition in a different way. Cause a lot of jobs are built around soft skills. Um, I'm sending you a high five, <laughs> a virtual high five here. Yes, I, I love it. I love it. Yes. yes, I am. That was like the whole part of the Genesis behind me really focusing on what I call skills recharged because Mm -hmm. with everything changing, how artificial intelligence is impacting our workforce as we know it, you, one thing that is setting all of us apart in our jobs that they're like, what is one thing you can do? I'm like, focus on developing your non-automated skills, which often transitions or is defined as your soft skills, creativity, persuasion, collaboration, adaptability, time management. It really comes down to that, that can help you be a game changer because creativity birth so much and so many different things and just being able to be an active listener these are things that automated tasks are not able to do even though they have analytics that listening is also important yeah so I have a question I have a question for you that it's been in like my mind because I'm not so much in the um 
the nine to five career trajectory in that way anymore, like looking for working under someone. Right. Um, Mm -hmm. But I know a lot of people in my audience are, and I think about that not only in building my business, but also, and how do you advocate for yourself within an office setting? Um, And one of the things that I've been thinking a a lot about is the idea of how do we structure knowledge-based work as opposed to like that productivity automated type of work like you're talking about. And I've, I've found that like there is an aspect of downtime to help with the creative process that you kind of need that I don't see um, being kind of advocated for in the corporate America setting as much, especially when it comes to, um, yeah, I, I'm using the word knowledge-based work because I've read a few books lately that's using that term um, where they're talking about if, if we can't get a handle on how do we um, – take advantage of the brain power we have as humans. Cause that's like the next wave of how we're going to work in corporate America, or that's how work is going to look as we automate more and more of these jobs out. How do we start looking at different ways to structure work? So we're able to do the best work and be the most productive, but productivity kind of looks differently in that sense. Does that make, does my question make sense? I feel like that was all over the place. <laughs> There's a lot going on. I know there's a lot going on. I went like, I went like a lot all over the place. <laughs> so let's take in like, um, let's start with the, you know, do you think those soft skills to me kind of translates to what I would consider the knowledge work and stuff like that. Um, right. you, you know, like those are, you're not like moving a, a, a widget from one place to another, right? It's not a physical task that you're necessarily doing anymore. We're doing thinking work. How do, you know, how, how are you seeing on the corporate side what that looks like to kind of help us do that work better? Because it's not just like moving up in the career, making more money, but it's being satisfied in our jobs too, right? Like that's why people want to make movements, I'm assuming. There's a lot of combinations to mm-hmm. what, what you're asking about. Mm-hmm. There is no... From my perception, there is no cookie cutter answer. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. Each each company culture is different. But what I will say is this. The game-changing book for me was AI Superpowers by Dr. Kai-Fu Lee. Okay. So I became aware of the book over a year ago, probably two years ago at this point. And when I was trying to work, when I was in the process of working with different professionals about how to voice themselves or present themselves differently when I was doing all my research everything came down to skill so kind of the aha moment you're having over the past few months I had that a little bit ago uh-huh well I've had the moment it's like putting the words to the to the to what I realized you know? no I get yeah. it because it's crystallizing for you in a different way mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. everyone's away I feel like it's a conversation that we hear about all the time in the job reports on LinkedIn mm-hmm. like you hear about it we're all aware like there's little signs that say this but then it's like how does it apply to me right yeah. mm-hmm. and so until it comes down that line until you're into your lane, you're like, mm, okay, oh, I need to pay attention a little more, or I need to restructure a little different. Um, I think it sounds like leaning into how what company cultures are advocating for too. If you're gonna go to a place that like they aren't, I mean, I guess that comes down to if you go to a place and they're not valuing the work that you think that you're the best at, then 
your your goals aren't aligning with the company. Well, my suggestion is always work backwards. What okay. is your what is your what are you looking to attain? Mm-hmm. Where do you want to be? So for some for sake of conversation, I've been speaking to a lot of project managers lately. Mm-hmm. Some people want to become project management certified, right? They want to become PMP, mm-hmm. um, get that certification. So work backwards. What's What steps do you need to take to get to that goal? Now, you might not be at a company today that might get you to that goal, but mm-hmm. until you are able to get promoted out into where you want to be, what can you master then? I'm all about mastering where you are at that moment until the next door opens for you. Yes. Because I am really a big advocate. The lesson keeps repeating itself until you master it. Oh, so, I, agree. <laughs> I agree. I'm a huge that. advocate for that. So I'm like, if there's a theme, be it communication, be it writing, be yeah. it time management, be it managing a project from beginning to the end, if you haven't, you got to master, I feel like once you master it, then the door opens mm-hmm. because then you're, you position yourself to excel mm-hmm. or it opens and it's a greater, it's a greater lesson because we, you really need to understand the magnitude of the impact of your efforts when it comes to that. So one thing I encourage everyone to read, it came out earlier this year, LinkedIn put an article out on the top soft skills and hard hard skills technical skills needed in 2019 oh awesome we'll link to that at the bottom of the show notes of this episode too so you can find it through um the show notes of the podcast sure and then for my skills recharge um season one Mm -hmm. i focus on the top three hard skills and top three soft skills that linkedin identified and i did little um, episodes, snippet episodes on those just to get people to start mm-hmm. thinking on how to apply it to their lives. Oh, awesome. Because I think that regardless of whether or not you are choosing to stay um, as an quote unquote employee, because I feel like sometimes those lines are even blurred now, or being um, an entrepreneur on your own, knowing that information is really important for how you move forward working and knowing what skill sets people are like needing from different um the top skills like you said the top hard skills and the top soft skills knowing those things it's going to be good whether you're an entrepreneur or you're just sitting you're you're working your way up in corporate america i agree and i think Mm -hmm. it applies to everybody i Mm -hmm. think that um whether you work for someone or not i feel that everyone's meant to be an entrepreneur not everyone meant to be an employee so i just say self you know be accountable for your success you can still orchestrate that regardless right yes bottom line is you want to present yourself as knowledgeable current relevant and what, and what does that mean for you? Um, even if you go to my my website, skillsreachcareertipper.com, um, I have a little ebook that I created. It's free. You just put in your email address and it comes to you. And it's a little guide that helps. It gives you this. It helps you start the conversation, the self-conversation of where you need to start to define your skills being um, higher ready as you, if you plan mm-hmm. to be working five years from now, or even three years from now, what does that look like? Because 
some companies are requiring you to know coding. You know, they're mm-hmm. going to teach you coding. That's a part of their thing. And my whole thing is whatever your choice is. Now, that's not every company, but it's just some. So my thing is be proactive in your in your professional development. Go ahead and find out what are the current trends and the future trends for your industry. And if you have that skill set, make the effort to acquire it. It might not be something, you might not be a hardcore study person, but you can cultivate those experiences for you to gain the knowledge, be it through volunteering, be it through taking classes. Mm -hmm. Some people, it's not about getting a degree. Some people, it's about getting a certification. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. it's like it comes in different ways. So some people are like, oh, I don't want to go to school anymore. I'm like, you might not have to go to school. You might just need to get a certification. Yes. Or you might just need to um, volunteer more. It just depends on what works for you. But I just say commit to being an active learner and mm-hmm. be accountable for your professional development and define what works best for you. LinkedIn offers amazing um, resources that will help you you know, gain the skills that you need or sharpen the skills that you need. And it's a great playground. I call it a um, fantastic playground Mm -hmm. for LinkedIn learning just to just see if you are interested in certain things. Just because you hear about it, people say, oh, you should do this. It might not be a right fit for you, but going through the LinkedIn learning, it might open you up to other related skills that might be a great fit Mm -hmm. for you. So you just have to do the research. Yeah, no, I, I love that advice. I guess I, you know, it's the, I think it's the idea of defining what it is that you want and where you stand and what you want to get to, right? It's like goal defining. And then how do you fill in those gaps along the way and being proactive about doing it yourself instead of hoping that the company is going to develop you? Because I think that we, we expect or hope that the company is going to develop us, but that doesn't always necessarily mean that that's true. Yeah, it doesn't apply to everyone, but for Mm -hmm. some people, it does. I think, you know, we're all different and our journeys, our professional journeys are different. Mm -hmm. But I I am, I I confidently say your work will not go unnoticed. If Mm -hmm. by chance it doesn't go noticed by your current employer, it doesn't mean that someone else is not watching you from afar. It doesn't mean that a a mentor or a, a peer in the same industry is not paying attention to what you're doing. Being a part of professional associations is mm-hmm. a fantastic way to network. Um, so be, be, it's okay with like sharing your accolades and your accomplishments and the projects yeah. you're working on with other people. I totally feel that when it's time for you to get that recognition, it happens. It will yes. happen. The door will open, but you're right. Sometimes it doesn't happen from your current employer. And sometimes some people have to be okay with that and be confident that the right opportunity is en route to them. Yes. And I'm not saying like every employer, you know, I'm trying to be vague also because every employment situation is totally different. And so, but I think that you also are just honing in on also making sure that your community your professional community is diverse and you're contributing to it. So if you knew, do need to make a move, that you have a move that you that, that's possible for you to make. Oh, or definitely. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes, Diana, there are organizations, I know some people, they've been in their role for 36 years, 20 years, 10 years, mm-hmm. but they get everything they need from that current company that they're with. They get yes. the professional development they need. Oh, you know, yes. 
but everyone's different. So I'm like, just do what works for you and maximize the resource that you have access to. And if you see a resource that you want to gain access to, find a way to respectfully be a part of it gotcha. um, mm-hmm. and go and go that route. Mm-hmm. Yes. No, I, I, I see exactly what you're saying. Yeah, because you're right. There are companies where, like, within the company, there's lots of professional development. They're getting everything that they need, and um, and it's working really well for them. And so just uh, managing and keeping an eye on that, right, as a, as a part of what your professional development looks like, taking control of it, which it is, is, I think, what you're – Yeah, totally. Because the sign is there, you know, the HR, human resources, training, development, they have to promote their, the services that they're offering to the employees, Mm -hmm. but it's still the employee's responsibility to say, I want to be a part of that. Yes. Not Mm -hmm. everything is mandated. Some it is mandated. Sometimes it's not, but it comes down to comfort level. It comes down sometimes to someone believing that they deserve to learn more. Some mm-hmm. people are like, no, I don't want to do any more. Okay, that's fine. But make okay. sure you have everything in place. If you plan on working in the future, you're financially stable and you're going to be able to take care of yourself because mm-hmm. our work, the, the landscape of our workspace is changing. Yeah. No, I think that that's great advice because I do think that if you are happy in the type of job you're doing and that works for you, I don't, not everyone has to climb up a corporate ladder or go to higher, higher levels of management or whatever, you know what I mean? Like, so if you are happy in the role that you're at and you'd like to have a similar role and this is how you want to um, work for your working career, there, there's not anything wrong with that. But I think you paying attention to um, the changing workplace like you are talking about and AI coming in and changing things, where are things where are those gaps where maybe AI might take some of those responsibilities away and you're going to have to find ways to fill the, the time and the space within your job, correct? Correct. Mm-hmm. I, I tell everyone, focus on mastering your non-automated skills and your soft mm-hmm. skills mm-hmm. and whatever else is related to your industry. I don't know. Everyone's different. So of course, of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But for a baseline, non non-automated skills and soft skills mm-hmm. and then whatever else complements that that you need it that's specific for your industry be it cybersecurity or whatever it may be identify what that is so what are so you talked about this linkedin article um what are and that you have some podcasts that go more into depth of these skills what are some of those i guess soft skills would be more the universal skills that you are um you're advocating for people to get. So what are some, you know, maybe two or three universal skills that. Yeah, sure. Mm -hmm. Creativity, persuasion, collaboration, adaptability, Mm -hmm. and time management are just a few of the ones listed in the article. Mm -hmm. Um, But I like, if anyone wants to go to Spotify, iTunes, or Stitcher radio, you can see those available to listen to the top three are, in the library for career tip or for the skills recharge season one they're there awesome. and and yeah. there'll be a link to your podcast on on the show notes of this episode also okay. so uh <laughs> listeners can go find um that right through this podcast um too if you're looking for the link for michelle's podcast where she goes into a little bit more depth on those soft skills because mm-hmm. i agree with you like those are all things and those are things too to be an entrepreneur you need 
what you're talking about. Uh, you, you said creativity. I heard time management. Was persuasion in there? Mm-hmm. Persuasion. Hate, yeah, persuasion. Yeah, there's all of these. It's 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 about learn. Oh, collaboration. It's about working with people. How do people work with people? And how you know? Yes, and I also encourage um, professionals all the time. Don't shrink back in encouraging other people and supporting other people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. Well, I think that it, that comes down to the idea of when you are out there and you're giving, like things are going to come back to you. So when you have that positive attitude and you're um, celebrating other successes and not holding back from like them accomplishing things, it looks good on you too. Um, as they, they rise up because you're a supportive factor in their journey mm -hmm. and that stuff can come back your way. It can in time. <laughs> it can in time. Not always. I'm not saying like, Oh, there's a one for one and those types of things. I, it's more of a being just being a supportive person. Those types of things come back as people see that you're like a supportive, reliable type of person that they can, you know, put trust into. And but that helps you. term. Oh, I agree, but it's also a learning opportunity. Mm. Oh, yeah, yes. Mm -hmm. That is true. It's <laughs> a learning opportunity. Mm -hmm. So if you once you master becoming an active learner, you'll realize you're always learning. You're always, like, in tune to conversations, not for, you know, the latest in pop culture all the time, but mm -hmm. also, like, with someone else's journey, can you learn from that? Can you add a suggestion um, you know, can you think about something differently? Because everyone you meet, everyone you speak to, has, as the saying goes, they know something that you don't know. So I always mm. try to keep that in mind when I'm communicating with people because I know I definitely don't know everything. Yes. <laughs> and I'm always <laughs> learning from someone. So I really work on listening and learning because a new perspective can be a game-changing shift for me that I've been looking for the answer or the direction, but just, you know, taking the time to encourage someone on there, something that they're trying to accomplish. I'm sure I learn something almost every time. Mm -hmm. Oh, I agree. I think that paying attention to other people um, that just come across your path can like teach you something one way or another you know it can teach you something you want it can teach you something you know you don't want to do there's all different types of ways that you can like learn lessons from people and I think that that's really really important so I kind of want to go back to this AI because we've kind of been like touching on it across um across the episode but haven't really talked much about it what are some of the the trends where AI is kind of taking over some of those I guess maybe what, what has traditionally been um, things people have been doing and like wh where some of those jobs might be completely getting taken over of in maybe the next five to 10 years, I guess, that we should be watching out for. What are the trends, I guess? I'm not an artificial intelligence expert. You're not. Okay. So that's not the right question for you. I'm sorry. I just um, like to stay in my lane. I don't want to profess expertise that I'm not an expert in. Yeah, I just encourage people to listen to, not listen to, read AI Superpowers by Dr. Mm -hmm. Kai Fu Lee. He yeah. is known. Dr. Kai Fu Lee is known. This is his passion. Mm -hmm. um, if he works with different universities um, and learning, learning, I should say, learning resources 
on how artificial intelligence in, impacts the workforce, life as we know it, mm-hmm. from all different aspects. This has been his career focus for over, I think, 30 years. I gotcha. believe it's over 30 or 40 years. So I always refer people to research his work um, mm-hmm. and go from there. Gotcha. So that's really where you got the basis of um, thinking about how AI can affect career, the career landscape over time in more of an abstract sense. Yes. And Mm -hmm. and people want to know like where a lot of the changes are coming from. A lot of it is being dictated by the evolution of artificial intelligence. Mm -hmm. And just from researching Dr. Kai-Fu Lee and just reading different articles on LinkedIn and just other um, resources, I've just come to realize it's the non-automated skills that is something that people need to pay attention to, professionals need to pay attention to. It's a choice. So whatever they choose is fit for them. But if you plan on working and being gainfully employed on your terms, the key word is your terms, because everyone's like, live your best life. And generally speaking, everyone's like, live your best life and you can have the remote life and you can work for who you want and you can, that's all fine, but it's all a choice. If you get your skills in order to be considered for those opportunities that will make sure that you live that lifestyle. Because Mm -hmm. if you just pay attention to the, um, where just how we operate now, like you go a lot of self checkouts, this is just on a different, um, position as far as employment but you go into your retailers you see a lot of self-checkouts now so there yeah there's a lot of self-checkouts um where there were people before yeah that's a very obvious place where we're seeing that change happening very quickly Mm -hmm. that's one place and then also when you're interviewing for a job sometimes people professionals are not completely taking the um initial survey seriously they're like, you know, they're like, they want to speak to a person, but sometimes if you don't take the quiz and the survey seriously, you don't get to that interview where you're confirming to meet, to speak with the hiring professional. So I encourage, that's, that is a, another derivative of artificial intelligence where you're communicating with bots and you're taking assessments prior to. Now, assessments have been a part of the interviewing process for a while now, so it's not new, but it definitely has transformed a bit. Um, more in the interviewing process mm-hmm. to where, you know, you're not always going to speak with someone right away, what some people are used to. You know, it's one thing to upload your resume, but now artificial intelligence is, you know, taking over the initial steps for some industries and some specific roles more so than it has in the past. Yeah. And it can make it hard. It, it can make it feel hard to even get to the interview stage if you don't know how to um, like you said, take those things seriously. If you're just like, oh, let me get through this so they can get my resume. Well, if you didn't answer that survey in a, like, not, not like, like trying to game it, but just in a way that you're really paying attention and being, you know, honest about what your, what the assessment looks like, you might just get passed up for the interview, even if you were perfect for the job or you thought you were perfect for the job. I just tell everyone to st- Take the time just to research. Glassdoor does amazing articles about the hiring process for different organizations and things of that mm-hmm. nature, just in general. Um, I would say Society of Human um, Resource Professionals or Human Resource Management, SHRM, they put out amazing articles as well on mm-hmm. what's going on from hiring. I just encourage everyone to self-educate. So if someone is thinking about changing jobs 
we, you kind of touched on some of the stuff they should be doing before they're quitting their current job. Um, but you know, what if they're like, I, I just can't be here anymore and I need to get out of this particular job. What should some of the maybe three months or six months that they should be doing right now to get themselves in order to try to figure out what, how to make the next move? I would say number one, ad- address your mindset. Mm-hmm. Change your change your self talk to be positive. Um, I know that that can be challenging, so I'm mm-hmm. not saying everything's uh, through, through rose colored glasses, but I am saying that you have to you have to survive the 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 transition to the next level. Yeah. So one thing is make sure that you have a mindset of success that you are work you are proactively working through the situation you will overcome this challenge that you're experiencing you are positioning yourself for that next level and then definitely plan and strategize do you need to network more do you need to take a linkedin profile class on or a session with someone and update your linkedin profile are you promoting your if you have a side brand or a podcast or you offer side services or is that something that you have listed that people know that's about you. So if people want to see your other body of work beyond what you do in your current role, you have supporting data to support why you're pursuing this job if it's not already something within your current job description. Mm -hmm. So I just say plan and strategize, watch your words, be proactive in your thoughts, in your mind, speak positively even when you want, even if frustration creeps up on you, just breathe and just say, you know what, I'm overcoming this. This I am in the process of getting to the next level that I want to and be communicative with those that you need to. And if you have a mentor, I I think mentorship is great, but sometimes your mentors don't have to be people, you know, so many amazing influencers and experts, they give their information away for free through their social media channel. Mm -hmm. You might not give everything, but they give a lot of good content. So the beauty of it is we can learn from people in person and virtually more than we ever have before over, you know, mm-hmm. in the past. So I just really focus on mindset and planning and strategy. Those would be my focus points because you want to make sure you're looking for the right connectors to get you to the opportunity. And usually most often people are taken in a completely different direction, but it's exactly what they need and what they want it. Yeah. Well, I, yeah, no, that's great because yeah, checking in on your mindset and just like, like, I need to get out of this bad situation, which is kind of, you know, where where the idea of that question comes from. But there's lots of different reasons why people are ready to transition for one reason or another. But that's like the most um, term, termulous time, you know, like, oh, I really want to be gone. But you can't like half check out before you're gone. <laughs> you have to like... It, keep showing up and doing the work and showing that you're, you're good while you're also trying to strategize on how to get um, to the next level, like you said. So I love that advice. And also you were making me think of things that I was like, oh my God, I wouldn't even think about like all of the other things I'm doing outside of my job that I might want to put out there for people to see. And um, yeah, even for me, I'm like, man, the landscape of how you think about uh, career, like looking for a job in a career is changing so much every day it sounds like diana you're an artist you're an artist so who's to say that one day that you're showing your beautiful artwork to needs help with their social media 
Yeah, of course. Oh, I know. And that kind of stuff happens all the time to me. Exactly. It's hard for me to go like, well, like, they're like, what do you do? I was like, depends on the day. (laughs) But yeah, like I try. But yeah, for me, it's been on a personal side within my business is trying to put everything under one umbrella. So it sounds like you're trying to say a similar thing, like you are who you are and what you do is like the entire representation of what both what you're doing in your nine to five job and also what you're doing on the side, because those are real skills that you're developing for yourself. It is real skills. And I think it's also to. Oh, I agree. <laughs> they are. It is. And I, I think it's important to accept the fact that sometimes it's only meant for a season. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, that season can be six months. That season could be 10 years. But sometimes you go through something or you're producing a brand or whatever that may be, that service, and it's only for that time. So it might not ultimately end up under the umbrella of your services, but it's, it happens and it's okay. And it contributes towards your success. Yeah. And that's one thing that I've had a lot of inquiries about lately is, you know, different people wanting to, they've, they downloaded the guide and they are like, okay, Michelle, I want to do a side hustle or I want to, launch a passion project and they want it to be like grand. And I said, I think it is going to be grand, but you have to also be patient with yourself and set yourself up for success. So like, if you want to do a podcast, I'm like, do the podcast, but also come up with what frequency is comfortable for you. Yeah. Not everyone can do a weekly podcast. Yeah. Your strategy once a month. It's still a podcast. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No. So we kind of talked about this, right? Um, Right before we went on and your podcast has kind of changed over the years and mine has too. Like I started off weekly and I went, oh man, this is a lot of work. I can't, I just can't put this much work into a weekly one. Um, And so I switched, it it was like a lot of soul searching. And last year I switched to a a monthly and I have people come up to me talking about when they're new and and you have all this energy and you're like, oh, I want to do a weekly one. I'm like, good luck. (laughs) Um, You know, and, and I think for some people it's possible, but yeah, like I think like wherever you, all that skills that you learn, if you did it for six months and you like built a podcast on your own and you learned all these skills, you learn that stuff. There's a body of work there for someone to reference for you. Um, even if it wasn't something that's just going to be around forever. I think it, I agree with you. It's okay for something to be there for just a season because you needed it or you needed to develop a skill set that you didn't have before. Um, or you want to experiment with a project and it wasn't the right fit and you moved on from it. Like all of those things are totally okay. Because it's us trying to figure out the things that we want to do or want like to do. You know, it's not like once we start something doesn't mean it has to be the thing that we do forever in any area of our life. So I'm smiling and nodding. Okay. <laughs> Sometimes it's hard. Like I'm like used to talking to someone in person. And like when she, you're on the other side, I'm like, I know she's on board with me, but I can't see her. So. Yeah, I'm smiling and nodding. I just say enjoy the journey. Um mm-hmm like anything you'll everything will you'll continue to up level and elevate to your highest self that yes. and 
I think that's amazing for anyone. And just like we said, you know, for the past five years, we've seen each other evolve with our brands. And it's been amazing. Like when you have your celebrations, when you did your podcast anniversary, now your artwork is being exhibited in municipal municipality offices. I mean, that's huge, you know, so. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, I think that's amazing. It's a milestone. It's accomplishment. And the whole beauty of it is all, all that we're doing came from a creative thought that we had yeah well we you had the courage to bring our creative thought to uh-huh. fruition yeah well I I look at your you're like I've done an ebook uh, you know you've had a couple different podcast ideas so you've put a couple different creative projects into the world and I'm just like oh my god Michelle like this is crazy you're doing all this stuff too <laughs> so you know it's it's kind of the same thing it's like after you just start kind of slogging through it for a while for lack of a better word and you're just in the midst of like learning and doing when you look back on it you're like oh man look at how much I've done over the course of the last you know however long or whatever it, so. it is amazing and I love it and I really 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 appreciate the community that I have developed strictly from my work with career tipper I would say I've met such sincere genuine people everyone is trying to make their mark in the world right um there's no crabs in a bucket right no one's pulling each other down and people are like hey what do you need and it's all respectful be it this I'm going to give you this resource or hey um people in this industry I feel they're quick to pay someone for their services because they understand the work that went into it Mm -hmm. and sometimes people like no I want to gift this to you I want to pay it forward because this is what I feel needs to happen you know based off our interaction or they want to introduce you to someone or refer your work to someone like Mm -hmm. I've witnessed and experienced so many different aspects and I would say anyone that wants to start a a project whatever that may be out of of a creative idea that you had I say go for it yeah me too trust the process because not only are you developing that but you're really evolving to a better person within yourself like it is a phenomenal journey oh my god I love the way that you put that because I totally agree like you might not get out of it what you thought you were going to get out of it but you will get something out of it that will be useful and like part of who you need it to like become um uh, like I totally agree with that like (laughs) there's just something there about doing the creative project you have in your head and just starting the steps and starting mm-hmm. to reach out and like just put it out there and see where it goes, um, whatever that looks like for whatever, yeah, whatever that like creativity is so broad. So there's so much that you could do with it. Um, so let me get to my last question. Okay. Otherwise, I can talk to you all day. Is <laughs> um, what is a piece of advice that has stuck with you over the years? Be patient with yourself and mm-hmm. trust the process. Mm, I really like that. I feel like that echoes kind of everything that we've been talking about today. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nothing, nothing's overnight. No, no. It's it's like so cliche. You know, the it more is. that I, it's so cliche, <laughs> but it's true. Like, you know, when I see cliche things, when I'm in a bad mindset, you're talking about the mindset and being kind to yourself and being patient with yourself. When I'm in a bad mindset and I see those cliche things, I'm like, oh my God, shut up. Like, of course, it's, you know, like the 10 years to be an overnight success or uh, 
anything like that. But like when you finally realize like that's true, you're like, oh, okay. But like you just get, I, I know I used to see those quotes and I just get angry at them until you start going, oh, well, no, that's really the cliche stuff really is kind of true sometimes. <laughs> like, yeah, like it's there for a reason to kind of remind you that you have to just, yeah, just kind of take a step back and be patient with yourself and keep going on the journey. Indeed. Yes. So where you told us a little bit about where we can find you on the internet, but uh, make sure we know all of the places we can find you on the internet. I'm primarily on Instagram. So career Uh tipper on Instagram, career tipper on Twitter Mm -hmm. and on Facebook. And then we can find your podcast. um, Where again? Oh, I'm career tipper one on Twitter. I'm sorry. Career tipper one on Twitter. No worries. (laughs) Career tipper one on Twitter, but on Instagram and Facebook, I am career tipper. And the podcast, you can subscribe and listen to the podcast on Spotify, iTunes, and Stitcher Radio. Oh, and Himalaya app too. It's on Himalaya. Oh, awesome. I haven't heard of that one. Check it out. I I tagged you on Himalaya on Instagram. Oh, you did? I'm... I'll I must have missed it. I must have missed it. All right. I'm going to have to look into that one, too. Well, oh, my gosh, Michelle. I'm so glad that we had this conversation. I had such a blast talking to you. And I feel like it was like a catch-up. So, uh, yeah. So I hope that um, – I hope out there, if you're listening, this and, – and you're sitting in an office right now, this gives you some ideas about how to think about your career moving forward. And um, definitely check Michelle's podcast out. Because I know there's going to be even more great advice on there. If you liked what she had to say here, there's there's a lot of information out there for you on her podcast. Yes, please keep your skills recharged and just continue to be confidently you. Yes, I love it. Well, thank you so much, Michelle. And um, we'll chat with everyone later. Okay, thank you. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Thank you for listening. Be sure to visit my blog, OrlandoLadyBoss.com, for all the show notes from this episode and past episodes. There you can sign up for my monthly email list where I share with you updates on news about women empowerment, networking in Orlando, content writing and marketing tips, and how to share your story with the world. Plus, when you sign up for the newsletter, you get my free download, Boss Up Your Bio a worksheet that helps you write the perfect about page that makes you shine and speaks to your ideal client. You can also find me on social media. I'm on Instagram and Twitter at Orlando Lady Boss, and you can search for me on Facebook as Orlando Lady Boss also. If you're a woman in Orlando doing something amazing, please be sure to tag it with hashtag Orlando Lady Boss so I can see all the cool stuff you're doing out in the community. Finally, if you got this far and you like what you heard, please head over to iTunes and leave a review. It really helps this podcast to get discovered by other people. Also make sure to download the podcast on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. That way, a new episode will be automatically downloaded each Friday for you to enjoy. Thank you so much for joining me today. Until next time, stay strong and go out and make an impact.